0: In the last movie of this series, you used the Populate tool to add animated pedestrians to liven up the scene. In order to use the Populate tool, you need to have 3ds Max 2014 or newer. This movie doesn't cover the Populate tool in depth, just a basic workflow to add a few characters here and there. We'll cover the details in a future tutorial, in a scene with a bit more space than just a narrow sidewalk. For now, we'll do with what we have. If you need to, open the file environment-populate.max to continue where the last movie left off. First, you need a couple of pedestrian flows on either side of the kiosk. Right-click the top view to make it current. It's easier to place flows in that view. If you need to, zoom back a little. To access the Populate tool, expand the ribbon and then click the Populate tab. Click the Create Flow button and hover over the top view. A brush appears where the cursor is. The brush defines how wide the flow would be. The width of the brush can be changed. Even though you're using meters as display units, the brush width value is defined by your system units, currently set to inches. Here, you need a flow that's about 4 meters wide. On either side of the kiosk, 4 meters is roughly equal to 160 inches. Change the brush size to 160 and maximize the top view. Press G to disable the grid, it makes it a bit easier to see. Click a point to the left of the scene and then hold SHIFT and click a point to the right to create a flow. Holding SHIFT ensures the flow is horizontal or vertical, much like it works on splines. Right-click to end the flow. If you need to, you can move the flow to adjust its position. You can make other adjustments such as Lane Spacing or Density to increase or decrease the number of pedestrians. Create a second, similar flow on the other side of the kiosk. Press Alt W again to go back to a 4 viewport configuration. When you are ready to simulate the walks, simply click the Simulate button. By default, the simulation takes place over 300 frames or 10 seconds using an NTSC 30 frames per second default signal. That's fine for our needs. When the simulation is done calculating, play or scrub the animation. If the original positions of the people at frame 0 is not to your liking, you can select the flow, and change its position's value and run the simulation again. The types of people and their textures are simulated at random, and sometimes, you get too many of the same characters or same clothes. If you want, you can select any character and regenerate it. This creates a bit more variety. In addition to walking pedestrians, you can also create some idle areas as well people waiting about or chatting together. Zoom in a bit in the top view and then click the Create Free Idle Area button. Using it as a lasso tool, create a roughly oval shape between the two flows to the right of the kiosk. Adjust the density and other values before you simulate the behaviors. You can set your preferences to favor individuals or groups of people chatting together. If you need to, regenerate specific characters until you get a result you like. You can also change the general motion of a group of people sharing the same flow. Remember to run the simulation again to update the results. Typically, you need to be careful when you create your flows and idle areas, because the Populate tool always works in Auto-Grid mode. For example, if you attempt to create a rectangular idle area to simulate people inside the booth, you will notice that it gets created on the roof. You will then need to move it down to the correct height. Run the simulation and make any necessary adjustments you need. Before you run a final render, consider the matte shadow plane you have been using so far. It's large enough for the booth but not to collect shadows from all the walking pedestrians. Select it and make sure it's wide enough to accommodate the walking flows. Select the frame you like and render it out to see the results. Ultimately, you can render out an animation or view the one that's been provided to you. In this tutorial, you learn to integrate 3D elements into a real-world environment. You learn to match the 3D camera's perspective to that of a real-world camera. You also learn to use different lighting scenarios and the potential problems that come with them and how to overcome them. Finally, you learn how to liven up your scene with walking pedestrians using the Populate tool. We hope you have enjoyed this tutorial. Thank you for watching.